Welcome to No Judgments Here, the podcast that ends all podcasts. Anything else in our life, all we need to do. What? Mike, that's Will. What? What was that? I don't know. That was I was the- just rambling. All right. I was closing the door. I didn't Is your mic on? Yeah, can you hear me? It just doesn't sound pristine like it, it was when we first began. It just sounds like you're talking room. into the computer like I do. Probably because this room is echoey. Okay. Well, hello, Mike. Echoey. Hi. It's a big, big, big day. Holy, it's, it's the day we've been waiting for. It's like Christmas. Pink. It's Christmas in March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, the lineup dropped, and oh, my goodness. Mm. It is a beast. Yeah. That's really all I can say. It's a beast. It's, it's, it's a beast. It is a motherfucking beast. <laughs> the, the crowd approves. The crowd yeah. approves. Well, hell, let's just... Let's just jump right into this. I, I don't even know what day to begin. I mean, you can end up, you can begin on any day, but I think you just got to go back to the beginning. Yeah, take it back to the beginning. Louder than life, September twenty first, twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth in the year twenty twenty three, Louisville, Kentucky. Let's go. Thursday, September twenty first, starting from. We're gonna do like the first three lines. Okay. Okay. Because the, the, the last two lines, there's nobody we know. Except on on Thursday, there's a great name that I'm going to have to throw that out there. But So starting off, we got Movements. Swaco, hmm. Nothing But Thieves, Death Haven, Death Heaven, L7. Haven't seen L7 for a bit. Yeah. White Reaper, Code Orange, Royal Motherfucking Blood. Yes, sir. Coheed and Cambria. Eh. 311. I've never seen 311 before. Nice. Rancid. Weezer. And probably the biggest get we've been talking about that's going to happen. The Foo Fighters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's... It's just insane. I mean, that is the opening night of the festival. Opening night. So. Yeah, we got three more days after that. And it's, it's a lot like last year when we got Nine Inch Nails on the opening day. And it's like, holy shit, we got right. three more days after this. Right. So what do you think of that first day? I mean, I think it's incredible. Uh, again, like you said, this lineup is very, very top-heavy. Oh, um, and it's, it's possible we just... Maybe us old folks, we just don't know these bands at the bottom. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, once you get into that fourth line and really on the third line, Sweco and Movements, never heard of them. No. But it's the top heavy is so freaking good. good. It's so good <laughs> that you can't really complain about the fact that there's maybe not as much depth as there was in the lineup last year. Yeah. Because you're getting Foo Fighters and Weezer and you're getting Rancid. Yikes, what a trio. And then, like you said, I can't believe you've lived in Nebraska your entire life and have never seen 311. What is going on with that? Well, I'm going to be the first person to admit, and I think I've told you this before, I'm not a huge 311 fan. 
Yes. You know, so, I mean, I've just never really had an interest in going and seeing any of their shows or anything like that. I mean, they're not terrible. They're not Buck Cherry. You know, <laughs> that's I'll, correct. I mean, I'll go see 311, I suppose. But I mean, I, uh, this is one of those bands, original lineup. Yep. Peanut almost lost us. We almost lost Peanut due to his conspiracy theories. And I think he's gone to the Trump side, but he's, he decided to stay in the band. But it's the original lineup, uh, one of the very few bands that can say that. Foo Fighters and Weezer, um, I think there was a they did a tour together maybe 15, 20 years ago. Uh, it'll be awesome to see those two again. Uh, freaking Royal Blood, man. Royal yeah. Blood. And the only thing we have to worry about is if there's going to be, like, is Royal, hopefully Royal Blood's on a main stage, one of the two main stages. You know, that's that's what we have to concern ourselves with this time, now that I have it mentally prepared, uh, that I have to be aware that it's possible we are not going to be able to see all these bands, but I'm hoping these top two lines, these are bands that are going to be on the main two stages. Um, and then Code Orange, they, they had some... They had some positive momentum a few years back. I haven't heard anything from them recently, uh, so I have no idea what's going on with them. But that, that uh, Coheed and Cambria is playing with Incubus here in, at the Amp in May. Um, I've seen them enough. I probably don't need to see them again. They're, they got some good songs. But Foo Fighters, Weezer, Rancid, 311, and Royal Blood, very excited about. And then cool cool to see L7. If we have the opportunity to see L7, uh, who was had a pretty big hit back in the 90s, pretend we're dead yes very much so um yeah i mean so this first day i mean we're just already we're just knocked on our asses it's gonna be great but let's go on to friday we got miss may i enter shakiri kitty Mm. that's that's pretty dope fever 333 it you know it's i don't know who's in the band but yes (laughs) avatar wage war bad omens Dance Gavin Dance, who dropped off last year. Yep. Um, Corey Taylor. Megadeth. The Return. The Happiness. We're going to see some LIMP motherfucking biscuit. Fred yep. Durst and company coming to Louisville, Kentucky. Godsmack, which we kind of assumed that was going to happen. Yep. And then we close it out with Tool. Yeah. <laughs> how, many, how many times have you seen Tool? Mm, I'm thinking maybe seven or eight at this point. I missed them on the last two tours uh, due to children coming into my life, uh, but I, I think around seven or eight at this point. I'd have to check concert archives to be official. But that, that's what I'm going with right now. Yeah, so just when you thought that Thursday couldn't be topped, you get Friday. I mean, I, 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 I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. I mean, besides the fact that this is going to be fan flipping tastic, and that's only day two. We've got two more days after that. What's your thoughts on day uh, day two? Uh, seven times to be official for Tool. The last time I've seen them, actually, five years ago at Northern Invasion with yeah. another band who's on the Louder Than Life uh, lineup coming up in a. We'll discuss in the next day or two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so Tool, Limp Biscuit, and Megadeth. Um, 25 years ago, Ozfest 98 was born. Um, Ozfest 98 to me is one of the greatest touring festivals, uh, of all time. It had all of my favorite bands, Ozzy, Tool, Megadeth, Limp Biscuit, Seven Dust, Snot, System of a Down, Incubus, um, Motorhead. Um, and I'm sure I'm missing some uh, other bands in there. So to like, to celebrate 25 years of 
Ozfest '98 by actually getting to see three of those bands mm-hmm. on the same day. Incredible! Yeah, uh, everyone knows I love Limp Bizkit. Tools, uh, amazing. I love them. I'm, I'm fine with seeing Godsmack again. They will put on a fantastic show. I've seen Megadeth the last two years. See them for a third year in a row, but they put on a good show. I love their countdown to extinction stuff. And then we know what we're getting with Corey Taylor, which is largely going to be a Stone Sour set. Right. Uh, so uh, excited about that. And then we, I haven't seen Kitty probably since Ozfest of 2000, maybe. So 20 plus years since I've seen Kitty. It wasn't the reunion I was hoping to get on the bill, but yeah. you know, we'll take it. And if as long as they're playing on one of those two main stages, I'll, I'll enjoy it. Uh, it's good to see Kitty back on the lineup. So, um, pretty good day, man. Tool Godsmack, Limp Biscuit, Megadeth, and Corey Taylor. Let's go. That's a great. Right. That's a great five right there. A sleeper band on there, and I've talked about them before. Down on the fourth line, Dead Dead Poet Society. Yeah, Op- opened up for Bad Flower on Lincoln, Nebraska. Put on a great show. So if 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 they are at a spot where uh, you know we can probably dip over and check them out, probably on the second or third or the third or fourth stage. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah, and we know about Fever 333. They put on a great live show, like we stated. We don't really know who's in the band right now because everybody quit except the lead singer. Um, Avatars played at Rock, Oklahoma multiple times. Mm-hmm. They're a popular live team. Uh, we uh, pre- we reviewed the Wage War album last year. Uh, I think yep. we're both pretty favorable on it. We liked what right. we heard. Um, I hear good things about Bad Omens. And um, who was the other one on there? Oh, Dance Gavin Dance. Uh, we also reviewed them last year. They've been through quite a bit of turmoil tomorrow yeah. over the last year. And we'll see how they are. Um, so it's an interest, interesting lineup on day two. And then we, we've seen Austin Mead before at Oklahoma as well. Yeah, he's a TikTok YouTube sensation or something like mm-hmm. that. Not quite like Jarris Johnson, but yeah. No, he's not. He's not on that Jarris Johnson level yet. No. So I'm, I'm going to where Jairus is these days. I haven't seen too much. So Yeah, it's been quiet. It has been quiet. All right, moving on to Saturday. I mean, this is crazy. Um, looking at the fourth line real quick. Got 0936. Um, a bunch of other bands I'm not too sure of. But uh, Sleep Token, a band that I was kind of hoping was going to be on the bill to check out. You got Suicide Silence, Memphis Mayfire, The Amenity Affliction. Amity. Who, oh, what? Amity. Amity. Yeah. Amity. Oh, yeah. I can't read. Death Clock, Asking Alexandria, Baby Metal, Parkway Drive, Pierce the Veil, Falling in Reverse, Pantera, who's not headlining because you've got Avenged fucking Sevenfold, who just dropped a new song. Um, Saturday Night's heavy. I like it. I dig it. Um, what do you think of, uh, of Avenged Sevenfold's new song, first and foremost? Uh, it was so I heard it one time. It was a lot. Uh, it was a lot. I, I think it was lengthy. Um, I don't know exactly the time on it. There were guitar solos. There was a stop motion animated video. Uh, I thought M Shadows sounded different. Yeah, a little bit. There was a little bit of different vocal kind of singing in my mind. It was it was a little overwhelming for the first time. Yeah. Um, but I, I liked overall. I liked what I heard. I mean, it was a good heavy song. Um, yeah, his vocal timbre is a little bit different, different, different pitch from what you normally hear from him, especially on the last couple of albums. So, um, I mean, this 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 Saturday day is 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 great. Um, 
outside of Avenged Sevenfold and Pantera, though, I'm not. I mean, it's not my favorite day. You know? Well, so I was gonna say I I think this is the deepest day um, of the festival. Um, you got Pierce the Veil, Parkway Drive, and Asking Alexandria, which is a really nice trio that kind of fall in line after falling in reverse. Um, all four of those bands are kind of in that same genre. I think that's going to bring out a lot of fans. Um, then you got the uh, the interesting mix of Baby Metal, who's uh, Japanese girls. Yeah. Uh, you got Death Clock, who is after that cartoon. Uh, I don't know the name of the cartoon, though. Uh, what is it? I don't know. On You've never seen this? No. So you're not familiar with Death Clock? No. Not so they're on the uh, Cartoon Channel, perhaps? Hold on. Now we're sounding silly. Death Clock has a pretty big following, but let me look it up real quick to tell you exactly what they are. A fictional melodic death metal band featured in the Adult Swim. Sorry, that's what I was trying to think of. Animated television series Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse? I can't see. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that name before. Started in 2007, and then you got The Hue. Uh, who we tried to watch at Rock, Oklahoma. Uh, I almost saw him again last year on the Megadeth uh, Lamb of God tour, but they canceled the day of. Uh, so that could be good. Um, and like you stated, Sleep Token, who's getting a lot, a lot of buzz, a lot of talk right now. Even though you know they're pretty far down the lineup um, for a band who's getting a lot of momentum, mm-hmm. uh, they're deep on the third line there. So. I think it's I think it's a deep day. I think it's the deepest day we have. It's not the best headliners we have. I, I think no. it's the worst group of headliners we have. But I think it's the deepest day we have. I mean, I, I have no yeah. issues with Avenged Sevenfold and Pantera. Obviously, I yeah. can't wait for that. It will be at that point. It'll be the third time I see Pantera in about six weeks potentially. Um, and so, <laughs> I don't think I've seen Avenged Sevenfold. Same thing as Tool since 2018 at Northern Invasion. Yeah, that would be the last time that I've seen them as well. So, makes sense. Sunday. Normally, your 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 closing day, you know, you kind of chill. Last Sunday, last year was, I mean, we had what we had. We had Alice Chains, we had Red Hot Chili Peppers, Incubus, Incubus. So I mean, it was a good Sunday night. Chili Peppers, obviously, kind of disappointed, but uh, here we go. We got Viagra Boys, Senses Fail, You Me at Six, Mayday Parade, Billy Talent. Rival Sons. Mm-hmm. That's the first band that I've really heard of. I've never heard of any of those other ones. Um, AWOL Nation, The Interrupters, Flogging Molly, which will be interesting because I've never seen Flogging Molly. So pretty pumped about that. Um, Run the Jewels. I mean, dropping just the, just boom, just some hip hop right there in our yeah. laps. Um, I dig it. You got Turnstile, Queens of the Stone Age, and then follow, and then Green Day to close it out. I mean, Hello. Hello. Uh, that's a great Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I love Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, I'm guessing by the time this rolls around, perhaps we have a new album out by Queens of the Stone Age. Haven't heard anything official at this point, but they, I do believe they're playing all four DWP festivals. Um, so that's great. Turnstile is They've taken a turn to the top, haven't they? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're opening up this Blink-182 tour uh, but they're headlining a DWP festival. So, hey, if you have the chance there in Minneapolis, go check out some Turnstile and Blink-182, I guess. 
Uh, that's quite the tour. And then Green Day's Man is a phenomenal live band. Uh, the interesting thing with these headliners, Foo Fighters, Tool, and Green Day, they perform long sets. I mean, Tool's yeah. probably the shortest of the three. Foo Fighters and Green Day can get up there to about two and a half to three hours. I'll be interested to see what their time frame is with their headlining sex, because I, I would think it's going to be more of like an hour and a half to two hours. But if we can get to a nine to 11 for each of these acts, I, you know, we, we can only hope, you know, I think Sunday, and I think this happens at every festival, Sunday's you're tired, man. Yeah, we're tough. It's tough. tough. It's you're tired. And we, we got lucky last year with the weather and we were still pretty dead uh, come su- Sunday. So they're going to have to bring the energy. Uh, Green Day's going to have to bring the energy, unlike what we feel Red Hot Chili Peppers did for us last year. And hopefully they don't have stage issues to where they have to turn the stages away from us VIP folks uh, to where the main acts are playing on that far stage. So hopefully they that gets uh, figured out. The Interrupters have one really, really great song. The interesting thing about it that I'm seeing, the Green Day, Interrupters, and Weezer are three-fourths of the, the stadium tour that went across the country uh, two years ago with uh, Fall Out Boy. Okay. Um, and made millions upon millions of dollars. Uh, so DWP is really going off of that. Run the jewels, fucking love it. That's so happy they're on the bill. I was hoping for them last year. Fucking thrilled that they're on it this year. And they put on an absolutely great live show. And I'm looking forward to flogging Molly. AWOL Nation's got the one song that everybody knows from them. Uh, Sale, and looking forward to Rival Sons. And the other band I'll talk about is Billy Talents. Uh, Bill of Towns, I believe, is a Canadian band. I saw them when I went to that Amnesia Rock Fest in Canada in 2013, and they were like a co-headliner on that particular bill. They were massive, and the crowd went nuts for them. It was an outstanding, awesome show. Probably not going to get the same energy because they're just not very big here in America. Uh, but I can tell you from my one experience with them, they're a really, really good, solid live band. Okay. Well, I mean, that's something to look forward to. You know, um, there's a bunch of bands on that Sunday that uh, I haven't seen. So I've never seen Green Day, never seen Queens of the Stone Age, Turnstiles, Run the Jewels, Flogging Molly. Um, the only one I've seen on Sunday is is Rival Sons. Mm. That's great. That's awesome. I think Trey had mentioned today also he has not seen Green Day. So yeah, I've never seen Green Day. a couple of Green Day chairs. And I've only seen Green Day uh, twice, I think. I saw them twice in Omaha. And I've, 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 so I don't think I've seen them in probably – uh 13 years at this point i yeah yeah so it's been it's been a minute so i think we should all get our socks rocked off for green day that's gonna be great yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be insane so overall going through the lineup what grade do you give this lineup i give it similar to last year you know again i I don't give it that A or A plus because again it doesn't have like my top four or favorite bands, but it's a solid B plus, um, A minus type grade. You know, again, it's not there's not a lot of depth, but man, I'm not can complain about getting to see Foo Fighters, Weezer, Tool, Limp Biscuit, Corey Taylor, Avenged Sevenfold, Pantera, Green Day, Queens of the Stone Age, Run the Jewels, all in a four day span. Oh yeah, oh man, uh, and then you, I mean. You just kind of, kind of combine that with last year with what we got to see in those four days with Alice in Chains and Incubus and Red Hot Chili Peppers. If I, if I took out my favorite bands list, I bet I'm, I'm probably getting 12 out of like my top 20 bands. And that's with multiple bands that aren't even around anymore playing at this festival in back-to-back years. That's freaking amazing. It's unreal. So I'm very, very happy with it. B plus for sure. No head, no, no, no uh, holdovers from last year 
I mean, there's nobody that played last year that's on this build this year. Mm-hmm. That I can think of. No, you're correct. So, I mean, that's a that's that's pretty plus. I mean, we don't we see Rocklahoma. They obviously they probably don't do it year back to back, but you know, every other year it seems like they've got the same band. So it just goes to show again that DWP puts on um, just top notch shit. So. Yeah, they're the best of the best. Yeah, here. So here's my list. I know we talk about it in my list a lot, Mike. But uh, number five, Pantera. Number six, Tool. Uh, let's see here. Number sixteen, Slipknot. So Corey Taylor. Um, number nineteen, Foo Fighters. Uh, number twenty-three, Weezer. Uh, number thirty-three, Limp Bizkit. Number thirty-eight, Green Day. All these bands in my top forty. And I'm that's Limp Bizkit's at number thirty-three. I figured they'd be much higher. Well, they they quit making music and they quit yeah. touring, and so they've just kind of fallen down the list due to their inactivity throughout the years. Of course, you can say the same thing about Pantera, obviously, and Pantera right. stayed at the top. But um, and that's after last year we got Allison Chains, which was number three. Uh, I got to see Pearl Jam at the WP Festival; they're number number one. We got to see Nine Inch Nails, number seven. Uh, we got to see Incubus, number twelve. Red Hot Chili Peppers, number thirteen. Uh, we saw Slipknot, number sixteen. We saw. Um, who else would have been up here? Uh, Shinedown. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Seven Dust, number 32. We saw Shinedown, number 36. We saw Clutch, number 37. I mean, that's killing my top 40 bands at this one festival. Getting right. to see you over four days. That's freaking amazing. Well, I'll tell you what, Kane is super, super excited. And, uh, you know, I sent this lineup to Courtney, and uh, sh- she was very, very upset. <laughs> she's uh obviously the fact that royal blood was on there and then she loves tool and uh green day as well foo fighters you know so i mean she is like begging she's like can i come can i come can i come i'm like mm. uh, i don't know how that would work throwing a female in the mix <laughs> i don't i don't know i don't know i don't <laughs> but who am i what am I? I don't know. I mean, we got, oh, I think we're, I think all tickets are secured. Um, Airbnb secured. Yes, yeah, secured. Yeah. Booked. We are booked. It's, it's, it's a go. We are 189 days away. 189 days away. Rallies, rallies, rallies. You know what I have for dinner tonight? And I was going to send you a picture. Guess what I have for dinner tonight? I'm going to go with rallies. No, no, there's no rallies up here. How about White Castle? Fuck yeah, we had some White Castle for dinner. And I was going to send a picture in the group chat because White Castle was, you know, a part of last year's adventure. Yeah. Only once, though. Um, so We only had White Castle once last year? No, yeah. we didn't. I thought we had, like... No, I had we I thought we had it like three or four times. No, that was rallies. We had rallies three or four times. We had White Castle the first night we were there. Interesting. I'll take your no, word for the it. The first night of the concert is the first night we went to that taco joint there. Yeah. So yeah, we had White Castle one time, and then it was rallies and uh, Waffle House. So. Good we time. had rallies three out of four nights of the, after the concert. Is that right? Friday, Saturday, and then we had Waffle House on Sunday. Okay. Sunday night. All right. 
can't beat it. 23 minutes we just sat there and talked about this. I can talk about it more. There's a lot to talk about. There is. So hmm. now, now the playlist, the comprising of the playlist happens. You're going to make one that's going to be 24 hours long. <laughs> I'm going to make I, one. I, well, I'll say that I don't really plan on making one. I think there's going to be enough people on Spotify who are going to make the playlist for me, um, including there's like the set list guy uh-huh. who makes a whole bunch. He just, I think that's all he does is make playlists and then he shares them on uh, social media. But he, he goes through all these festivals, finds uh, the average set list from each band and puts them in a playlist. And yeah, it's like 24 hours long. It'll be very, very lengthy. But that's who I, that's, that's the playlist I followed last year for Louder Than Life 2022. Um, I would like for, I would like to split it up so it's possible I may end up making one uh, because I need to get a playlist of just these bottom two lines of bands for each day and I need to figure out who these who these bands are so I mean that that's an idea I have because I don't think anybody else is really going to do it that way uh, the the unknowns of louder than life versus the knowns of louder than life you know the uh, right. right the big so one. I, I, I would think at some point I'll probably do that because again I mean the bottom two lines of each day is what one two three four five six seven eight nine. 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 bands approximately. That's 52 bands that I just... Ah, right. I, then really... I, think, I think back to last year and we maybe wandered over to the third and fourth stages three times, four yeah. times. I mean, Not very often. I mean, yes, I mean, there is that opportunity to where maybe we just don't worry about it um, because we just want to watch who's on the main, main two stages and we'll be perfectly happy with that. But there's always the opportunity of finding something that you've never heard before right? and really enjoying it. So we'll, yeah, we'll it'll be one of those ones that, you know, you'll, I'll just pop up in one of those bands and check them out. And if there's something I like to be like, okay, well, yeah, we got to go check that out. So um, we'll see. I mean, it's, there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of things to do. Um, I imagine I'll probably be the same setup as last year. I can't imagine. I hope the same weather. Much. It'd be great if we got the same weather. Right. Exactly. What what was your grade for this festival? I, I'm gonna give it an A. Okay. I mean, for me, as uh, you know, just to looking on there and each day, there being something, multiple bands that I'm just like pretty excited to see. Sunday being, I I don't want to say it's the best day to line up just because it's I mean it's just a bunch of bands that I have never seen. So, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Um, it's always great to see Tool. I love Tool. Then Sevenfold, Pantera. I've never seen Pantera, but I'm excited by that. Limp Biscuit, never seen them. So there's a lot of firsts on this uh, on this lineup for me, and I, I'm super excited about it. So that's why I have to give it an A. All right. Well, about omissions, let's talk about some omissions bands that maybe we were hoping for, bands that were on some other festivals, bands that. We thought would we could get, but we didn't. Who do you who do you got for that one? So I think at the same time we should name the band that we're most disappointed that's not going to be on there. Yeah. On three. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Deftones. 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 Yeah. I mean, that's that's the only thing. I mean, I, I haven't seen them since 2011. I think that was probably the last time you would have seen them as well, maybe. Yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. It's been a minute. Chains. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I saw them after that. I saw them uh, tour. They toured with Incubus probably three or four okay. years after that. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, the last time I saw them, but you know, the, we wanted to. I uh, wanted to go see them when they were up here in Minneapolis. I think that show ended up getting canceled um, a couple years ago. So um, that's the, that's the major disappointment for me. I, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head that I'm missing. About you, uh, I'd go with Mudvayne. Um, again, I'm yeah. I don't know what's happening with them, and I and maybe they, maybe they're making an album, um, but they're on zero festivals this year. Uh, they've announced zero dates, they still have not. We talked, I talked about this a few weeks ago. They have not done a headline tour since they've returned. They've been back for this is officially the third year. They did four shows in 2021, one had to be canceled, that was louder than life. They did the Rob Zombie tour last year that you got to see. They ended it at Blue Ridge Festival in September, and we have heard absolutely nothing from them. It's been radio silence ever yeah. since their appearance at Blue Ridge Festival in September 2022. It's now been six months, and there's just no news of Mudvayne out there. Um, and I'm, so I'm disappointed. Deftones and Mudvayne, you give me Deftones in the place of Turnstile. Uh, you give me... Where would you put Mudvayne? I don't know. Put Mudvayne. I don't know. Anywhere else. Mudvayne and <laughs> I don't know. Anywhere else. Put Mudvayne on any of those days. You got you got yourself an A lineup right there. I think I'd put him on Saturday. Yeah, I think that'd be a good place to put him. Been sevenfold pants there. You you bump falling in reverse down. Yeah. Maybe take out baby metal. And there you go. Yeah. So that those would be the two disappointing ones. I, I think that you know there's there's quite a bit of speculation and rumors about System of a Down being on the lineup, and it, as much as I, I can't really put that as a miss because I didn't really think that was realistic, no. and I don't know what people are thinking in 2023 that System of a Down's coming anywhere west of like anywhere east of Denver, Colorado at this point, unless they play Chicago because they just don't do other shows. Um, I think it was Shavo who did the interview. Uh, earlier this year expressing his frustration uh, that they only had one date booked for the year and that date had already been announced. Yeah. Of course, things can change. So maybe that was the hopes that people like, well, maybe putting that out into the open changed some gears. But my understanding is Surge at this time has a fucked up back and he's just not real interested in System of a Down stuff in the first place, which has been the story wash, rinse, repeat year after year after year after year. After year. Yeah. So. I will say, now that this is out, now everything else is out, you look at the uh, Sick New World lineup in May, and you're like, huh, it'd be pretty awesome to go see Sick New World with System of a Down and Deftones, and quite frankly, quite a few other bands who would have really looked good on this particular festival and be like, oh man, I'd like to go to that in May and swing back around a lot of life here in September, and you got yourself a pretty good hard rock sandwich for the year 2023. Yeah. Perfect world that would be great, um, but that uh, sick new world sold out super quick. But there are hotel packages available. Oh, really? Yeah, so you can get your ticket that way. Okay. Yeah. One of the tricks of the trade with sick new world. But I mean, sick new world is you know just to review system of down corn deftones and incubus leading the way. Uh, the only band i think there's three bands that are doing both turnstile <laughs> i say that oh fever 333 
and there's one other band somewhere in this lineup. But you, you got the they had the Flyleaf reunion. They have the Cold Chamber reunion. There's there's another one that's missing off of that. Flyleaf. Flyleaf. Yeah, that's disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. I thought they would be doing all the DWPs, and I really I think they're only doing one. I think they're only doing one of the four, and that's yeah. uh, the incarceration. Actually, there's there's five DWPs. I keep forgetting about these small one incarcerations. So I think that's the only one that Flyleaf is doing. So, yeah. But overall, I mean, that's, you know, when you can only think point to two omissions because, you know, as we talked about in the past with Rockahoma, we could we could come up with a lot oh, yeah. more omissions oh, yeah. than two bands. Rockahoma Rock, you know? Rock, would not get any of these headliners. Yeah. Well, and they didn't. Yeah. Well, they, 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 would look, they would look at, they want Foo Fighters, they want Tool, they want Avenged Sevenfold, they want Green Day, they want Queens of the Stone Age. They're not getting them. They're not walking through that door at Rockahoma. Um and so that, that just speaks to the strength of what uh, Louder Than Life and what DWP is, has put together. And I, right. I think this will this should be 40,000 people strong. You know, I, Foo Fighters could a lot of times get that by themselves. Mm-hmm. Tool, they can easily fill up 18,000 seat arenas by themselves. And Green Day, like I stated, they, they just came off a stadium tour two years ago where they were averaging like 35,000 people plus. So this right. is a massive festival. I don't know where they go after this. What do they do for 2024? Who the fuck are they going to get on the lineup? I have no clue. I have no clue. Um, but we'll we'll be there. <laughs> I mean, it has to be. They have to. It has to be. Yeah, it has to be system of a down next year for sure. That has to be 2024. Uh, they're going to have to get Guns and Roses on the bill. That has to be 2024. Other than that, I. Got to figure out. Hopefully, Zach De La Roca and Tim C are healthy next year. Maybe you get Rage Against the Machine on the bill, right? And perhaps you bring Deftones back. There's opportunities here. Yeah, you got to swing a thousand. Let's go. Six right. months to go. What would you say? 189 days. Yeah, 189 days. No, let's go. Let's do it. All right. So, I mean, it, it's hard to follow this up. I mean, I know that there was other concert announcements. I mean, there was a, quite a few of them up around here. Uh, we got some Clutch coming into town. Um, Buck Cherry and uh, Skid Row are coming into town. Yes, sir. Um, what other ones? Uh, big news for us here in Northwest Arkansas. I've been waiting for this for a minute. I've been trying to will it to happen. Um, uh, this this place called the Momentary in Bentonville, which is like an art exhibit museum place, but they have a lawn uh, for concerts as well. They announced today at Wu Tang Clan yes. uh, is coming to town October twenty eighth. Um, yeah. I had a I had a ticket to see Wu Tang Clan in nineteen ninety seven with Rage Against the Machine. They did not show up. They canceled the rest of the tour. I've never seen Wu Tang Clan after that. I've really never had an opportunity, and now they're coming to my town, and I am fucking pumped. Do I cannot it, wait it. to see some Wu Tang Clan. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, I, I saw them when they when they first went back out on the road to do you know the thirty six chambers and everything like that. So they're playing here in October as well at the Target Center, which I'm surprised. I mean, that big of a venue. Is that with Nas um, though? That's with Nas. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, still it's going to be fantastic. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, another one that just came up on my radar today uh, that. Willie Nelson Outlaw Music Festival. Yeah. Playing in Somerset where we saw Northern Invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty crazy lineup on that. I mean, I don't think that there's a 
they're pretty much all over the place with who's on this stuff. But yeah. some of the artists that are playing on this, I mean, you got Robert Plant and Allison Krauss, the Abbott Brothers, John Fogarty, Nathaniel Ratliff, um, Whiskey Myers, Government mm-hmm. Mule, Marcus King. Yeah. Um, it's, it is an insane lineup. And I, I'm not seeing, you know, Whiskey Myers or Marcus King on these uh, Somerset date, but Robert Plant and Allison Cross are playing there, and both of those albums that they put out, The Raising Sand and then uh, Raise the Roof, are uh, are fantastic albums. So that's uh, one that I might be jumping in on. So we'll we'll have to see on that. Yeah, and Willie's turning ninety this yeah. year, ninety years old, and uh, I kind of tweeted my disappointment about this because you you list all those acts. This is also coming to the amp. And we didn't get any of those cool acts. We got, uh, of course, it depends on your taste, but in my mind, we didn't get any of those cool acts. We got Margot Price, Flatland Cavalry, and Particle Kid. Um, so a little bit disappointing there. Marcus King is playing Fort Smith. Maybe that played a factor, but I would have loved to have the Robert Plant, Allison Cross. I would have loved Everett Brothers to come by themselves, so that's fine. Whiskey Myers played here last year. Maybe that plays a factor. Um, yeah, but John Fogerton, John Fogerty would have been great. Marcus King would have loved it, so... I mean, and even Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. I mean, they, they're pretty good. I like them. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's – I'm tossing it around. We'll see. But, uh, so, yeah, so that's a good one. What uh, – any other shows coming around that you were like, oh, yes, it's happening? No. No, I don't think so. I'm looking at the Walmart amp right now to see if I missed anything, but – I think the Willie Nelson was the only show announced over the last week. Just going through the list. Yeah, I don't see anything else. I don't remember. There were some, you know, there's been some other tours like Mumford and Sons. Not Mumford and Sons. My Morning Jacket announced a big tour uh, today, playing Red Rocks twice, but not coming anywhere close to Arkansas. I would like to see them again someday, but I'm not going to do it. They don't come to the AMP. Uh, The Cure uh, announced a pretty big tour. Um, But again, not coming around me, so that's disappointing. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but Peter Gabriel announced his North American tour dates. Only come to Chicago. It's closest to coming to me, which is a Saturday night. So maybe, but I prefer to come to Dallas. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. That's about all. Huh. I'm looking around here. I'm not seeing too much. You're probably getting all those shows. All my disappointments, you're like, Minneapolis getting all of them. I'm not sure. I'd have to, I'd have to look them all up again. But I know that uh, I've been trying to keep up on a little bit more because, I mean, my dance card's not too full yet this year. So. You still haven't been to a show in Minnesota. Nope, I haven't. And, you got to uh, pop the cherry. Like, you got to go. It's looking like the first one is going to be Disturbed. So they That's in May. Yep, they're the that's the first one that's been announced. Well, I mean, we got Shine Down in April and Red Hot Chili Peppers in April, and the Chili Peppers might be a possibility because uh, I've seen that they've dropped tickets down to thirty five thirty five dollars for for the nosebleed. So I think you should go to that. It'll be a, definitely a possibility, but um, the Disturbed with Disturbed, Beartooth, Dorothy, and uh, Falling in Reverse, I believe they just uh, did our four pack for a hundred and nine. That's pretty good. I think it's gonna might that's gonna happen, but uh, 
that's kind of where I'm at. On I'm looking at I'm looking at uh, Minneapolis now to see what we're missing here, because it's it's a long ways until April and May. Surely there's something else going on. Well, you got Weezer in June, but I'm I'm not gonna go see Weezer in June if I'm gonna see them in September. Um, I You're seeing Foo Fighters in June. Oh yeah, I'm gonna see Foo Fighters, but it's Foo Fighters. Okay. Just checking. I mean, I like Weezer. Don't get me wrong, but at the point where the Foo Fighters tickets came up and they were hard to get, and it's one of the only few shows, and you don't know what you're going to get. We didn't know we were going to get them on Louder Than Life. Uh, I mean, what do you think? I have to jump on that. Sure, 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 sure. What about Little Wayne? No, no, nope. Okay. John Mayer. What about him? Nope. My body is a wonderland enough. Okay. Man, no, no, no. I didn't see what I thought it said. Well, I mean, Buck Cherry and Skid Row is doing louder than life, so unfortunately, I'm going to have to miss that. That's disappointing. It's very yeah. disappointing. Ooh, Warrant and Lita Forward, March 25th. Holy cow. Where's that at? Uh, probably one of the casinos. That's at uh, the Treasure Island Resort. Okay, about an hour and a half. That's too far away. Nah, not really. Not really. We like driving, you know, to Lincoln or Kearney. Oh, I did want to add, I forgot to tell, uh, say, Trey's review of Letter in the Life. I did talk to him about possibly joining us tonight, and then I forgot about it. So apologies, Trey. Um, I'm trying to look up his quote. His quote was, it's great. I think that was his quote. Uh, it's great. Unquote. It's great. He loved it. He was very happy about it. He thought it was right up there, if not better than 2022. Um, like you, there's multiple acts on here he's he hasn't seen, or it's been a very very long time since he's seen him. So he's he's gung ho, ready to roll, ready to go. Right. I mean, it's it is clearly the the destination festival for us. So. Yeah. I mean, uh, granted, it's only two years in, but who cares? I mean, if, the, if they keep delivering like this, I, I don't need to go anywhere else. Maybe Europe. Maybe what? Maybe Europe. But One of these days, man. Maybe for my 50th. Maybe for your 50th. Maybe that's the... Uh... I mean, that's, that's coming up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're two years away. Well, something, something to think about. Give us some time. God, that's something to think about indeed that I'm going to be 50. Yeah. Wow. Old balls. Old balls. Any other news? I mean, I've got news. Go. Go ahead. Have you have you been keeping up on the saga that is are they or are they not of MGK and Megatron? I love that you said this. I actually thought about this today uh, in my head while I was coming home from work because in my head I finally thought about the fact that they are – this generation's Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, right? Like, absolutely, one hundred percent, they are. And you know, I, I never thought of it that way, but I mean, you're damn right. I yeah, mean, they are. So, to answer your question, yes, I have been keeping up with them. Yes, I did see an article today talking about how they're pretty close to being done with Kaput, Benito, Megan, Megan Fox's friends are saying this this engagement is about to be complete. We'll see. I'm rooting for them. Let's keep it going. Let's get let's get this Tommy 
the Pamela Anderson story going a little bit deeper and further to where we have a series uh, to watch here in the next five or ten years about how it went. Oh, my. That was loud. That was loud. I apologize about that. That's okay. Um, yes, I, I saw that. And I saw an article today that uh, showed him in a bar with an unidentified blonde. Um, and I have to think to myself, you've got Megan Fox at home or wherever she's at. I don't care where she's at. It's Megan fucking Fox. And you are maybe, maybe not stepping out. You've got to be the dumbest. You've got to be the dumbest motherfucker on the planet. Well, I mean, remember, Hugh Grant cheated on Elizabeth Hurley with like a transsexual prostitute. Yeah. And I mean, it's just not a man issue. As women kind of do the same thing, but it's freaking amazing. Because on top of that, he probably could have just brought the blonde home with Megan Fox, and she would have been fine to have a party. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But what is he doing? Like, you right. got one of the most likely one of uh, it's. She's a one percenter. She's a one percenter. Oh. There's oh, yeah. not the number of women who are sexier than Megan Fox. There's not a lot of them. It would be hard to come up with a list. I I I I have to agree. I mean, we probably could qualify this. We are both happily married men, and you know, hall passes do exist. I suppose. Um. Yeah, I mean, she's beautiful. She's not in my top five, though. I should. I, I do want to say that she wouldn't no. be in my top five. No, but she's definitely one percenter. She's yeah, I mean, she's, unreal. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what I, I didn't I, see, I I see a picture of this blonde to get any understanding of what MGK is possibly thinking. We need to. We need to get an outside opinion on this, and I think we need to go to our resident MGK expert, um, Mr. Doug Murray who has got the biggest heart on for MGK. Um, loves him some MGK. Mm-hmm. Probably need to get his response to everything that's going on here. But you have him on hold right now? What are we doing? What's happening? No, I, nothing. I'm being distracted. Um, By what? The boss. Oh, so she's here for this weird, awkward Megan Fox well, MGK I have the, No, I have I have the uh, door closed to my office, but it's glass. They're glass doors. So she is just standing there making uh, lewd gestures, making me feel very, very, very uncomfortable. And, uh, yeah. So there's that. Okay. Oh, fat liar. All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. What? Fat liar. She said I'm a fat liar. So not only is she calling me a liar, she's body shaming me. Yeah, that's too bad. That is too bad. All right. What other news we got? Is there any other news? Uh, a concert review. Oh, God darn it. Yes, you went yeah. and saw a concert. Yeah. Tell us we about saw it. Friday night, we went and saw Pistols at Dawn, mm-hmm. Mammoth, WVH, and Alter Bridge at yeah. the uh, Downstream Casino outside Joplin, Missouri in Quapaw, Oklahoma. Uh, first time I went to this venue is a weird kind of venue where we walked through the entire casino we couldn't find where the stupid venue was it's on the complete opposite side it's just a pavilion that's actually in the 
I think it's in the basement. We had to go downstairs from the casino, but there's no way this venue was small enough to be in a basement. So it's possible we had to go and do some swinging action. I don't know. It's a big, it's a big little place, big little. It's a big place there, uh, casino. It's a nice casino. Uh, take away the smoking situation. Uh, but um, Pistols at Dawn started out. I didn't know anything about them. Uh, they got some young stud guitarist. He's like 22 years old. The singer made it a point to highlight how good this guitarist was pretty often. And he was good. He was pretty flashy. Um, they, they did one part where they, they made him center stage to like this guitar intro to a song. And it ended up that the guitar just had lights go around it <laughs> i thought that was kind of corny kind of weird yeah, yeah. uh they had some decent tunes uh they were young youngish guys so good luck to them um after that we finally got to see mammoth and wvh finally man that album's been out for two years mm-hmm. um and i thought he was great um he has a pretty big band i think he's got a bassist two other guitarists and a drummer i think it's it's either five or six members and plus, he's up there playing guitar, and he's also playing keyboard, as well as doing the lead vocals. His bassist was crazy, man. Tons of energy. Hopping all over the place, but he was staying in the back because it was a relatively small stage area uh, for them. But he had a lot of energy. Um, I thought Wolfgang was awesome. I loved it. Um, there, I've, I've got more and more and more into the album. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was, it was a slow go for me, but... Uh, as, as we got closer to the concert and I listened to more of the album, there, there's so many great tunes on it. Um, and he played about eight songs, probably about 40, 45 minutes. Loved it. Thought it was great. And then next was Alter Bridge. Uh, and they put on a fine show. Just a professional band with a professional singer and a professional guitarist. Uh, Trey and I both thought about the point. At one point, we're watching the members of Creed uh, with a different lead singer. It's always a weird part about Alter Bridge because I do, I am a fan of Alter Bridge and I really dislike Creed. And it's kind of this weird, perplexing thing because it's three-fourths of the same members. You just get a different lead singer. Right. But sometimes one guy can make a complete difference in how you view oh. uh, some somebody or something. Especially so they're as big of a douche as Scott Stapp. Yeah. Um, so Miles sounded great. Um, they did a small acoustic set, which uh, included my favorite uh, Alter Bridge song, which um, all of a sudden I can't think of the song title. Um, That's your favorite. Watch Over You, Watch Over Us, I think was it it was. It was and then another song about death um, after that. I wish I had the set list in front of me, but I don't. I think they played about 18 songs, uh, right in around 90 minutes. Tremonte was great. Him, Tremonte and uh, Miles... Great, har- great harmony duo. Uh, oh. I thought they were great. And Tremonte actually sang, like, I think three songs on his own. So he was a focal point of the concert. Um, nice. The crowd was very strange. It was old. There were multiple dune buggies or whatever those things are called that people have to ride on throughout the venue. Um, old. Very old. Very old crowd. Uh, quite a few Rocklahomies in attendance. With the Rocklahoma gear, really? I'm actually re- I I noticed one of the Rocklahomies because she's a better looking Rocky Rocklahomi, and she used to be all over the people of Rocklahoma page. Uh, she stood in front of us um, for Alter Bridge and Mammoth, so I got to see her. But uh, it was you know it was a casino crowd, what you would right. expect to see at a casino. This was it. It was kind of a, a quiet crowd too, um, but it, it was cool. And then we went up and played at the casino after Alter Bridge. 
Um, I played roulette for 15 minutes and won $145. Nice. Thank That's you very much. Solid. And then according to Trey, I made him lose a lot of money. So got that going. Yeah, because I he he was ready to get up when I got up, and I think he he was ahead at that point. But I told him to sit back down, play some roulette. I'll go get a drink. You know, I don't I'm not trying to rush anybody. I just didn't want to press my luck with the with the winnings. I went away for like 15 minutes. I came back with a Coca Cola. I opted not to get a drink, and at that point, he had already lost his money. So that's my bad. Apparently, that's my fault. Well, (laughs) but it was fun. It was a good time. How was Wolfgang's interaction with the crowd? Um, he was awkward. Um, and quite frankly, whenever he talked, I couldn't really hear him. His mic wasn't really loud. Um, he had mentioned at one point uh, that this, this was his dad's favorite song before an introduction. I mean, he was pretty talkative, but it was awkward talkative. Um, and I just Like it was forced, it was rehearsed. I don't know about forced. I wouldn't say forced. I, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I, he's just kind of an awkward talker to the audience, is what I would say. It, I, it didn't feel rehearsed to me. He just seems like a shy kind of kid. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting there trying to have a conversation with a bunch of strangers. Um, he said thank you a lot. <laughs> he was very, really nice. Well, at least he was uh, appreciative. Yeah. Cool. He was good. I was happy to finally see him because they were supposed to be on Louder Than Life last year and dropped out. Um, so this was our first time to see them. And then I was surprised not to see Mammoth. They're playing Rock, Oklahoma, right? Um, I, was, I was kind of hopeful after seeing them in concert that they'd be on Louder Than Life, but they were not. Yeah, it's just kind of a disappointment. I'd like to see them. Um, yeah. Like, like you said, I mean, that album, I, I, I like it as well. So someday, someday. Well, I'm glad that you got that. So, what's your next show? What's don't I think our next show right now? So there's a, there's a, there's a few options right now. Our next ticketed show is Clutch and Amigo the Devil in Fort Smith. Um, we do have Blue October coming up, uh, playing at the Walton Arts Center. Um, we do have Blackberry Smoke coming up, playing in Fort Smith, and we do have Third Eye Blind coming to Fayetteville as well. There's a few options, maybe so, there. Lucero is April 21st, I believe. Um, So uh, that's a few days after the clutch show. So Lucero is also an option. So right now, though, officially our next ticketed show is Clutch Amigo the Devil in Fort Smith, which I'm obviously looking forward to. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, you you know, Clutch being one of your favorite bands, so getting to see them is is also a huge plus. gonna need you to go to that Lucero show just so you could you know give me a uh, report on that um is Lucero not coming to Minneapolis anytime soon no no they're really? uh nowhere near me as that I am aware of yet okay so the third eye blind show is April 5th the uh Judah and the Lion that's another good one Lucero is Friday April 21st I mean why not right I'd say it should be likely. Huh? Would Lucero sell out, KJ? I mean, that's not a very big venue. No, I don't think so. Lucero plays in Fayetteville often, and I don't think they they really... Yeah, they they don't really sell it out as much as they used to. They used to come to George's and play two nights. Is George's still a thing? 
George's is still a thing. Yes. I've not been there in a minute, though. In my mind, they're getting beat out in my... For, in, for my taste, they're getting beat out by J-Day's Live. Right. But no, they, they still have a lot of shows. And they, I mean, they have a... Trying to look at their calendar right now to see... Like, uh, Casey Donahue was around back in January. He came and did an acoustic show. Um, G-11 Special Sauce will be there in March. Um, and they do happy hours every Friday night. They just haven't brought anybody I really need to see recently. Right. right. Well, speaking of Lucero, that was one of the albums that was on our list to uh, review this week. Um, the name of the album being, uh, boy, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, I forgot it already. You got it. I got it. It's should have learned by now. Which I should have learned by now. There you go, exactly. What did you uh, what you think of this album? Oh man, I dug this album. Uh, it's got to, I mean, they're they're just a good rock and roll band with the country flair to them, you know. Yes. And uh, I love the lead singer Ben Nichols' voice. He sounds like a dude that's been smoking and drinking and not sleeping um, for days. I mean, he's just got that cool little voice, man, and it just sounds like he's telling a good story. Um, and with this album, you know, you got the horns in there, uh, the piano or organ, whatever the hell the piano noise is, is playing a major part in quite a few of the songs. Um, and it's just, I mean, it's, they're a good band, man. Um, and yeah. it's, you know, I kind of went away from Lucero for a while, um, but I was glad to have this album and listen to it. I've been listening to it uh, quite a bit over the last three or four days. Uh, one last fu is a really cool way to start an album. Yes, very much so. Yeah, get the attitude out there and let people know how you feel right off the top. Uh, Making if we make it is a pretty sweet song. Uh, my favorite is "Buy a Little Time." Um, well. really, yeah, man, I really dig that song, and I don't know why. There's just something about it, man. It's it's catchy. It's hooky. It's like it's got so many cool elements to that it's song great it's got a great riff throughout the whole entire song uh the guitar play on it is is, is nice it's really nice yeah. um yes very much so um i have literally probably never listened to these guys before the last six months i don't know how they were never on my radar or whatever but um i am a huge fan as of now and i've stated that plenty of times but yeah this album is really good is it as good as say tennessee that album no it's not but it's good it's really good um by by a little time same thing uh one last f you uh let's see raining for weeks i like drunken moon time to go home i mean it's it's a great album start to finish yeah so i'm looking at concert archives so i've seen lucero eight times um, but I haven't seen them now in six years. Um, wow. Last um, since 2017, they came through Georgia's song back then. They they've I've they used to put on drunken rager shows here in Fayetteville, man, and yeah. it was they they were so good, um, and the crowd was so unruly with them. Um, the, the very first time I saw them, I had no clue who I was, but one of my really good friends who lives here, and I'm not friends with him anymore, but his name is Dummy Dave. 
um, is really good friends with the band. And so he, he took me to the, the show. I think that was back in 2006, right when I moved to, uh, right when I moved to back to Arkansas, he took me to a Lucero show. Um, I can't remember. It, it's on Dixon street, but it wasn't, it's called the Dixon theater uh, with a guy by the name of Corey Brandon. Um, and it was, I, it was a very memorable show. It was drunken, both the audience and the band. And it was just a sing along throughout the entire set. It was so great. Oh, I like that. I like um, that. And so the, the, their, their shows, as far as I'm concerned, probably aren't as rowdy anymore. You know, they're up in their upper thirties and probably lower forties. Oh, I think they're older than that. Yeah, they may be, you may be right. And back, back then 17 years ago, you know, they were, they were really playing to that college age crowd and, I, I thought they were going to make it big time. It, I mean, that that really never happened, but it's it's a great show and it's a great set. If you go see well, Lucero, they're, you're they're one of those different. bands, in, in my opinion, they're one of those bands that don't fit on radio. Mm-hmm. You know, um, granted, radio is a dying thing and it's been dying for years, but you know, there there was not a lot of mainstream appeal from from them. Um, that didn't fit into really any genre. So I think, you know, that's where they could go under the radar in mainstream, but, you know, their live shows, I mean, and that's what I've heard. You know, I think I've heard in the past, hasn't Murray gone to a Lucero show? Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and for that guy to go to a show like that, I mean, that's, that's good. I mean, he's not going to just go. He doesn't just go to shows to go to shows. Yeah. So, you know, uh, they are, I, I, I dig them. They're awesome. I wish yeah, I, listening wish I to them. Down there next month. <laughs> yeah, listening to them uh, over these past couple of days, I, I kind of think of like Zach Bryan and Turnpike Troubadours, yeah. more specifically Turnpike Troubadours, because the Troubadours were always doing the same thing that Lucero was doing. They were playing the clubs. They were doing the club circuit, playing George's, and then Turnpike goes on a hiatus because the lead singer can't stay you know, sober. And they come back from that, and they're bigger than ever. And it makes me wonder, well, I mean, what if Lucero – and I still don't know exactly the reason why Turnpike got so big during their hiatus. I haven't figured it out. I think partially it's Yellowstone, but there has to be more to it. Because I saw that they just recently played at the Rodeo Houston, and they performed in front of 74,000 people. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with Turnpike Troubadours? How are they doing this? But I wonder if Lucero went on like a three- or four-year break. Because as far as I know – Lucero has been doing it constant for 20 years at this point. Yeah. And I wonder if, if they kind of went away for a while, um, if they came back, if they could pull something off, like what Turnpike has done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't, who knows? I, I don't know how exactly that works. And I don't, I, I don't know all the things behind the scenes that got Turnpike to be what they are today. But Lucero is a band that kind of deserves to have that kind of recognition. I agree. I agree. That type of audience. I, think more people, I think if more people had the chance to listen to them, um, they would be, they would be swayed. They would be turned on, and you know, become super fans. So great. I mean, I dig it. I wish they would get up in my area, and I could definitely go see them. So um, that brings us to our next one, a band that just was announced today, obviously for Louder Than Life, Godsmack's last album, Lighting Up the Sky. This is on record. Him saying this is going to be their last record. They're no longer going to make any new music, at least in album form. They may drop a single here or there or something like that. Who knows? 
but this is the last Godsmack album. Yeah, they're pretty adamant about this and have been for quite some time now. Probably in the last year, they've been telling us the same thing over and over and over again. They have the catalog for a live show now. They don't need to continue to make new albums. Right. Um, they And I agree with them, man. I think well, it makes a lot of sense. I think a lot of people will look at it and be like, I mean, you're, you're making art. Um, you're, you should still have something to be able to say, but fuck that, man. If nobody's going to listen to it, um, why why keep it's, putting it's, it out? It's Whoa. not free. It's not free to make these albums. So mm-hmm. you know, if, if, if you are not breaking even or even making a little bit of money, and I mean, let's be fair. I mean, yeah, it's art, but even artists create art to make some money. Um, if it's not economically feasible for them, I mean, why? Yeah, and an interesting thing is that they recently just had to uh, cancel a South American tour. Uh, they did not make any excuses. They said they canceled it due to low, poor ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Um, Shannon Larkin, I think is the drummer's name, he talked about how the fact that they don't make money when they go to Europe. I mean, they're basically stating they're an American band. And they can play America, and they can't really play anywhere else in the world. And so I, I think you're just going to start seeing – perhaps three to probably a summer shed tour, basically every summer now from Godsmack saying probably with some type of package tour to go with it. Um, Every year you you can go and listen to, you know, the 15 to 20 top five radio rock songs that they have in their repertoire. Mm -hmm. Repertoire. Repertoire. So 11 songs, 50 minutes. What'd you think? I liked it. And I haven't liked Godsmack for a pretty good while now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought this was, this was a pretty strong effort. Uh, the only song, I, I I did think it started fading on me when you get tracks to, to like 8, 9, 10, 11. So maybe yeah, it's yeah. a little fat there. I mean, th- those the last songs aren't awful, but I felt like it's pretty evident that the really, really good songs are all in the front half of the album. Uh, the only song I didn't like in the front half of the album was Red, White, and Blue. And the reason I don't like that song is because I think that shit is gimmicky. And I don't like, I just don't like the whole country will kick your ass. It's a country song made into a hard rock song. And I, those right. songs just do nothing for me. I don't right. care for the patriotic, we're America, we're badass, all that bullshit. Uh, it reminds me too much of Kid Rock and Ted Nugent and Aaron Lewis now at this point. I just don't, I don't want to hear that. But, uh, Lighting Up the Sky, Truth, What About Me, Hell's Not Dead, Soul on Fire, You and I. I thought You and I is a great song. Surrender is a great song. Um, there's, a, I would say, maybe two songs out of here that I'd like to start seeing in the set list, but it depends on what you're going to replace. So maybe there's an extra song. I like. I feel like they're probably going to play Red, White, and Blue in concert, and there'll probably be oh, some type of montage to go with it. Yeah, Whatever. It's fine. But um Overall, it's I, I think it's stronger than anything we heard from them in the 2010s, and maybe they only released three albums in the 2010s, but yeah. they just don't, you know, Godsmack albums, the newer Godsmack albums just don't hold my attention. They don't have those bangers. Yeah. You know, they don't have I those. I first album's incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's just a matter of seeing how long I can keep these Godsmack tunes in my, in my collection. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's solid. I mean, it's probably not something that I'm going to go out of my way to listen to repeatedly. It's just it doesn't it doesn't hold that weight with me. 
So, but you know what? Here we go. First two solid albums of 2023, and it's March 15th. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. We need more. Now, granted, we've got some. We got some big ones coming up. I mean, we got Metallica in April. Um, Event Sevenfold in June. That's really about it. I don't wear out that. Did you hear the, the thing about Lars today talking about how Lulu has um, stood the test of time? <laughs> I, I saw a headline of that, and uh, I, I didn't read it because I thought it was the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's not not good. <laughs> Did you hear the new Winger song? There's a new Winger song. <laughs> yes, a new Winger song coming out. New album coming out. We got Winger. We got Mr. Big, and we got Extreme. All with music news over the last two to three weeks. Man, makes me excited. Twenty twenty three. What is going on? I mean, 2023. Is it, 19, is it 1980? Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Wow. All right. So we do got new Fallout Boy coming out. Um, let's see. That comes out. It says 2023. Let's see. March 24th. So the next week. Next week, I got new Luke Combs. We got 20th anniversary of Meteora. New Jason Isbell. Have you ever listened to Jason Isbell? Mm-hmm. I never have. He's coming through JJ's live here pretty soon as well. Yeah, that comes out in June. So, I mean, there are some, and you got a new U2 album. When's that U2 album coming out? I haven't heard an official date on it, but it's it's not really a new album. It's a oh, reimagining yeah. of 40 tracks from their past. Yeah, I actually see that now. Looking at it, March and we still oh, haven't. We're about, what, a month removed from the Super Bowl, and we have still not got any dates for this Spear concert, which is disappointing. Yeah, because you're, you're waiting on this. Yeah. Wow. Well, then, I don't have anything else. besides. Well, what are we listening to next? Do we have anything? What is out there? Um, you just told me about stuff that's right. coming up. Yeah. I mean, uh... Is anything coming out this weekend? What's it going to be? March 17th? St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. Be safe. Don't drink too much. Make sure they don't drive. I'm going to Oakland this weekend. Going to what? Oakland. What's that? It's the horse race in, in Arkansas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't see anything on the PRP for us to listen to. Is this Pop Evil album new, Skeletons? Yeah, it is new. Well, we should probably listen to that then. And, what about uh, this theory of a dead man? That's new too. All right, let's listen to those two guys. Pop Evil and Theory of the Dead Man. Not a great duo. I don't think these guys... Early early 2000s, baby. Yeah. 
There are dead men dinosaur. Okay. That's what we'll be listening to. That's exciting. Yeah, not great. <laughs> All right. Well, then, until next week, um, we're going to have to try to set up a going to have to get a, get a response from our MGK experts. Maybe we'll have some definitive answers on what's going on there. Um, we got some theory of a dead man, some pop evil. Um, I'm going to have to do some investigative reporting and find out what's going on with our man, Jarris Johnson. Definitely. I miss that dude. I miss that dude. Yeah, uh, what's going on there? What else we got? Um... Not a lot. I will not have a concert review until April 19th, most likely. Yep. So, yeah, we'll just, we're all just right. going to give people what they want to hear with Pop Evil and Theory of a Dead Man. That's all we can do. I bet they are waiting with bated breath. Yeah, they can't wait for that one. Anticipation. Pins and needles. Pins and needles. Both, wow. both bands played Louder Than Life 2022. I can tell you that. And we did not watch either one of them. Is that correct? Well, we were walking in when Pop Evil was playing, but I don't recall Theory of a Dead Man playing. <laughs> they're on, they're on one of the side stages. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. That is a fact. Huh. That's one of those ones we didn't walk over for then. No, we did not. They just played Tulsa this past Sunday with uh, Skillet and Santa Sonia. Oh. Yeah. That's about it. Um, I was going to mention uh, we were looking at Alter Bridge's shirt, and it you know it has the tour dates. They were, so they're playing Joplin, mm-hmm. and then Kansas City, and then St. Louis, and then Oklahoma City. Isn't that wild? That's like weird. all four of these cities are within like three hours of each other. Right, and it's I thought that was kinda, wild routing. Weird, weird routing. Yeah, if you're going. Going from Joplin to Kansas City makes sense, and going to St. Louis makes sense, but then you're circling back to Oklahoma City. Yeah, pretty wild. Pretty strange. There's no need to oversaturate the market on top of that. <laughs> you don't need to play all right. four cities. Right. I promise you that. No. <laughs> they should just hit it up. I should say, it wasn't a large crowd. There was plenty of space available at the concert, which is too bad because Alter Bridge is a really good rock show. Well, yeah, right I mean, their, their last album was, was solid. I mean, it was a good album. Yeah. Right on. Well, there you have it, folks. You know what's coming up. I mean, we'll probably still be talking about Louder Than Life. We'll talk about Louder Than Life every week for the next 189 days. Yeah. So until next week, everybody be safe. Bye-bye. Goodbye.